I wonder if oh, it does tell you. Damn it. I was hoping I could sneak it in. I liked it when Zoom wouldn't tell you guys when I started recording. Uh, yeah, that was dangerous. lady pops up. Yeah. I'd always say some things that I probably shouldn't be saying. Well, you know, it could have been worse. Right. You could have been a football coach and got, gotten in real trouble. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about those. This uh, week. What an <laughs> opening. To to what an opening. <laughs> so, so do you understand this game we're going to play a little later? No. I feel I like mean, it's pretty self-explanatory there, unless you just think we're all really stupid, Anthony. Well, I'm more concerned about Mitchell. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna so we're just gonna go in like a snake order draft to picking games that we're most confident in for this week. It's it's super simple. With that, I have a tracker that I'm gonna be using. So we can get it all straight. So we're not double picking games. Oh, oh, you're doing it sweet. Yep. I was don't gonna, worry. I, I got my Google Doc all pulled up here. You know I love <laughs> using that thing. So this is a good way to plug. Hey, if you want to know anything Missouri Eight Man football, all the Google Docs have been updated. I've gotten like twelve hours of sleep this week. So you're welcome, people. So yeah, <laughs> that content. That's what the Eight Man people love. You know, it's not the jokes. <laughs> It's not the joke. <laughs> oh, it certainly is not. All right, so what do you want to start with today, Anthony? You're in charge of this shindig. How am I in charge? It's your link. <laughs> That's true. I'm the one making all of the money off of this. Touche. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so you want to start with our game, or do you want to start with last week's thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, we can. Well, I I don't know if I really heard your thoughts on uh, the game you were at. You know, mine was – I think yours was a little more entertaining. Yes, it was. So, I was at Lockwood Archie there in Lockwood. Beautiful field down there, by the way. We've all mentioned that before, but love that thing down there. Fast track, which I think really helped both teams put a lot of points on the board. Um, Brian McIntyre is an absolute stud. Um Trying to see if I can find his official stats for the week. I mean, he ran, he threw for 173 yards. He ran for 250, 260 on there, and he was running through people's souls. Coach Smith told him to run angry before the game, and he took it to heart. Um, so Lockwood defensively had a lot of struggles trying to bring him down, um, and then defensively, Mikey McCoy for Archie made a lot of good plays as well. The two Bradens on the D line. Daniels and Buckworth, uh, Duckworth uh, did a great job there for Archie. Archie is just really deep, and they kind of wore Lockwood down. Uh, Lockwood did have two nice kickoff returns, one for a touchdown, the other one's like the five-yard line. So after that, Archie squibbed it or onside the rest of the game because they were done dealing with um, Eli Kerr and Nash McGuire in the open field. So mm-hmm. don't say I blame him with that. Um, for Lockwood, I like Eli Kerr. I like the weapons they have. They're just going to struggle to stop people consistently this year if they don't improve tackling. So that's And that game was back and forth. No one was stopping Jay the first, like, four possessions each way. And then Lockwood started turning the ball over, and then it was spiraled out of control. It was over by halftime. So so how is it not over by halftime tomorrow? Lockwood can't turn the ball over like this. <laughs> I mean, they didn't get two onside kicks. They had a couple turnovers back-to-back, and Archie just kind of pounced at that point. They're going to have to tackle Coffee much better than they did McIntyre, which is – Definitely not an easy task either, uh, having two of the better players in the state back-to-back weeks. Um, we'll see. I mean, I mean they got to tackle better. I mean, it's it's pretty 
football can be a very simple game sometimes. It's all about just tackling, not turning the ball over sometimes. And they didn't do that well versus Archie. So, Gotcha. What do you expect tomorrow night? So, I think Archie might be a little better offensively this year than Drexel because they have more weapons outside of just the top guy with um, Debrick. I'm getting that right now going forward there with Grady there for Archie and the two Suttons at running back there for Archie. So, they just have more weapons than Drexel does. Uh, but I think Drexel might be better defensively just overall there with that. So, I might be a little, little slower start on Thursday, but Drexel eventually just pulls away just because they're the better football team is how I'm looking at it going into it. Is that how you're looking at it, Mitchell? What? Take the <laughs> mic, man. Take the mic. I, I didn't hear what you said. Oh. It cut out. My mic cut out. Oh, man. TV I guys. Said, I mean, I mean I Devin nailed the head said. on the head hit the head on the nail with how deep Archie is. Cause he didn't even mention, you know, Brock Smith and Donnie Hughes are on offense who are also yep. weapons. Like they've got like six, seven guys, not including McIntyre that can get involved in the offense. Yes. And Smith likes to use them in different ways that are very, very fun. He had, um, Caden Sutton on a little wheel route for like a 40 yard game Friday. That was a really good play design. And I'm like, okay, that's, that, that'll play kind of deal. So, so I'm really excited to see what Archie does offensively this year. And they got Appleton on Thursday. Um, I'm glad Appleton got to win week one because week two it might get a little ugly in a short week playing Archie. Sir. <laughs> hey, there's an opportunity for you to go to that game instead of going to Drexel. I don't know where Archie is. Sorry. Don't know if I can find it. <laughs> Drexel's fine. Just Archie is too hard to find. All right. I want to get uh, Mitchell the ball here. Mitchell, big game Friday night. You do know about LeBlanc, so uh, your thoughts. Uh, we're talking about this Friday, right? Not last Friday? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, I don't know. From what I was hearing from LeBlanc um, last week, they started off pretty slow. But so did North Andrew, I thought. Uh, I thought King City held their own against North Andrew for quite a while. Um, so I kind of expect – I don't know. I think it's going to be – a tough matchup. I know North Andrew is what number two in the polls. LeBlanc six. Um, so I last week King City was ten. North Andrew was two. So just from going off the standings, I think it's going to be a little bit closer for at least the majority of the part. But uh, for me, it kind of depends if North Andrew can hold on to the ball because King City forced uh, like four. I don't know four turnovers or it, it seemed like the ball was on the ground a lot in that game for North Andrew. So if they clean that up. Um, and hold LeBlanc in the second half, North Andrew could come away. But I think LeBlanc, they're still trying to figure out what they're doing, um, especially losing Reggie Love from last year. So they're still trying to find that spot is from what I've been told so or seen. Um, but I think if they can make that step, that I think this week will – that's probably my fa- favorite game of the week is that one. Now, was it more – and I, I'm going to ask you this – having watched the game myself, but you were there. So was it more the King City defense or the North Andrew offense? Man, um, you know, it's tough because I haven't – last year, obviously, North Andrew wasn't healthy. So I think that was – that could be a big thing is all those starters, you know, getting back into it together. Um, But I think King City – 
I don't know. It felt like they had a lot of good pressure at times. Um, and even I, I believe it was King city on offense. They probably could have had a couple more touchdowns in the first half. If it wasn't for uh, a couple penalties, like blocking the back type stuff. Um, so they could have been up even more on North Andrew going into the half. Um, so I, I think King city's defense was there, but North Andrew, I mean, we all know what they can do. So I, I, I think they'll get it going. Um, Devin, were there any other games that stood out to you last week? And we'll move on to this week. Yeah. So last week, let me get my document pulled up here. Um, I mean, Stanbury struggling for a quarter and a half versus Single Christian was still kind of weird to me. I know they eventually pulled away and put up big numbers there, running the football with Cheaper and Cameron, but that was just kind of troubling there early on. They kind of came out super flat. I mean, Drexel came out flat, too, versus Liberal, based on what I was kind of seeing with the score updates, down 14-8 kind of early. Then Drexel, of course, did Drexel things and pulled away. It's just kind of interesting some of these top teams came out flat. And Drexel's might have been because they didn't have a Jamboree last week, so they didn't really have it in that kind of tune-up for that. I know some people don't like Jamborees, which is fine. They're, I I don't mind them, just because I think it gets you another look before the season starts to kind of figure out some things and get some hits versus kids you haven't seen. Uh, for the first time in like three weeks after team camps and stuff like that. So I like the Jamborees for that, just to get kind of the juices flowing a week early so you don't come out that first quarter week one. Um, Stewartsville Osborne, big win for them. I mean, they've been a two or three win team. Uh, same with Skyler County, winless last year, one win the year before, got a big win over Knox. So there's a couple of nice storylines from across the state. Sweet Springs getting their first win at eight-man. Um, at the eight-man program last week versus Norbert Harden Central. College Heights. Put up a lot of points versus North Shelby, and they run the spread offense. So you already know I love the Cougars. Logan uh, going Decker forward this putting year. up some numbers. What was it, 381 passing? Yes, yeah, six Ooh. touchdowns. That that was – hey, welcome to eight-man. Even though that's it was lost, lost, like, that's that's fun. I love my – I love me some Logan Decker and some Jordan Haley, guys, and Connor Smith for Skyler County. So those are my three dudes going forward because they just have to sling the ball around. So, And also I'll give a shout-out to Kyle Long. They're at Appleton City. Throw for almost 200 yards. So they're week one. Um, and then Oric upset in St. Paul Lutheran there was a big one just for the media poll landscape. I didn't have St. Paul in my initial top 10. Um, I was high on them in the summer and kind of kept cooling off of them as the season kind of arrived. And then Jackson Miller ran for almost 400 yards against them. So not a great for a team that I thought was going to be very good defensively with Christian Anderson at DN and Jaden Maggard at linebacker. I'm just not sure how when you have those dudes on defense, you're giving up 400 yards rushing to one dude. So... That, I just, that was very surprising to me. I'm, I know Jackson Miller's a good player, but that's something that just can't happen. you got to trust your dudes at some point. They just came out a little short in that game. And they got Bramer this week, so they got to have to lock down defensively a little bit more if they're going to win that game as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think if maybe the best way to talk about this week is, you know, we do our little game here, and then we can kind of talk about those as we go along. Okay. So, so do you have the first pick then, Anthony? Is that what you want? No, 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 no. I figured you and I – I'll let you go third. We'll let the the other guys go. Okay. Absolutely. We'll let Mitchell go first. Mitchell can hey. – All right, let me get my document situated here with the right order. I just assumed we were going to be selfish and go first and second, so that's on me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mitchell, what game do you want first? You're like – you're locked for the week. What game and who's winning? Uh, 
I got, I got Worth County, San Joe Christian. Obviously going with the Lions. Gotcha. Uh, yes, yes. No, I'll go with Worth County. I I do like how San Joe Christian put up that fight against Stanberry. You never know. I don't. I didn't watch it. I wasn't there, obviously, so I didn't know who had the momentum when the light uh, problem happened. But you never know. Um, but I, I got Worth County. Yeah, and Worth County is really good. You know, yes, I, we talked about that. There. <laughs> yeah. They are shockingly good. Literally, I was shocked. I okay. Question for Anthony because I was looking at the stats. Did Tyler New play quarterback most of the time, or did Heitshue also split at quarterback? What was I saw the stats there, and they were both kind of. I just saw Heitshue, but they were missing other passing numbers. So I'm like, I'm confused. So New played most of the time, and gotcha. he he throws a pretty good ball. Uh, I was fairly impressed with him. He's, you know, Adbell told me after the game he's not he's not Aiden, but he's only a junior. And he's like Aiden was Aiden as a junior, so. Um, but yeah, Haichu came in more towards the end of that half and managed to throw two passes and both were touchdowns. So I think Haichu is just going to be a bit of a everywhere, I guess. No, he's he's a good player. Him and Castle are both good running backs back there for Worth County. Yeah, yeah. So and the Grant McIntyre, he looks like Dylan now, like just two monsters on the outside. What do they feed those boys over in Raywood and we're in Grant in Grant City? Because those boys just get big over there. It's ridiculous how that happens every time. Every time it's like, well, they lost a great group of seniors, and here comes this group of juniors and sophomores who just grew three inches and gained 30 pounds of muscle over the summer, and now they're all animals too. It's like, what just happened? Yeah. Steroids? I mean. Just kidding. Just kidding. Is that worth any water? There we go with the jokes again. (laughs) Careful. (laughs) All right. How about you, Tim Penny? What's your game one, Your, your lock of the week? I mean, I think you guys can all guess because you guys make fun of me for this. Yeah, already put it on there. You already put it, Archie. <laughs> yeah, just, hey, you knew I was going to pick it. If, if Mitchell went Archie, I was going to go another way. But there we go. Easy enough. Unpredictable. Right, yep, that's fine. It's a, we all know that Tim Payne's an Archie homer. He thought about going to the game Thursday just because it's Archie. Whatever. It's a long <laughs> Whatever, dude. If I went to a game, there's, if I drove, it would be Drexel Lockwood. Uh, both of you guys fight over the Archie teat. Nobody loves Archie like Devin. You guys give me too much. Give me too hard time. I got two teams, not just one. Someone's got to love Archie. People up north don't care about him, so we have to like even that out a little bit because they just get ignored down no, there. Because no one's ever uh, seen no, him. No, no one's ever. Other than when Bishop LeBlanc came down last year, no one up north has ever seen Archie. It's, it's let it, let it, let it be on the record that Archie was my number two going into the year. That's true. I had them four. There are three this week, though. I had them in Flat Valley Swap this week for full disclosure to everybody out there. Um, so my game, um, it's going to hurt me to say this, but East Atchison over Nottoway Valley. Um, so EA, the only team to have a shutout last week, when I mentioned that here on the podcast. So EA, Dominant went over Southwest Livingston. Nottoway Valley gave up 400 yards to one dude. Not a great combination going to play the number eight team in the state now this week. So give me EA for my first pick. Yeah, and like Brook County, uh, watching that game, like the defense wasn't supposed to be as good. And it's yeah, you're not a, supposed to lose um, Aaron Schluter and Kayla Merriweather and just be even as good on defense. It doesn't make any sense, but they do a good job over there. So I was impressed with them in the Jamboree versus LeBlanc and Rockport when I saw them play there. I'm like, ah, that team's still got some dudes. Jarrett Spinato still 
very fast and sure tackler. So for not be very big. So um, for me, it's going to be King City over Decab. Gotcha. And you I got two picks one. here. Ooh, that's right. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll give some love to Sweet Springs. Dang it. That's who I was going to take. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blake Schroeder for Sweet Springs. The kid's an animal. The kid's an absolute stud. Um, he sh- they shared his highlights and kind of the stuff from Norman Harden Central, and the dude was just everywhere on offense and defense. He's very good. Um, so my next yeah. game, I'm going to stay – Unless you have something else on Sweet Springs. No, I was just going to say, you know, I love Knox County. Good people. Not not their year. They lost a lot of good dudes last year. Not just, like, good football players, but also good, like, locker room team guys who could lift others up kind of deal to a certain level, and they're going to be missing that a little bit. Losing to Skylar County week one by, like, like that was a little shocking because Knox was really good last year, so – so for my second pick, I'm going to stay in the 275. I'm going to go with uh, South Holt over Southwest Livingston uh, for that one. So that's who I'm going to go with my pick there. I just – until like Southwest it. Livingston can prove they can even, like, compete with the top half of the 275 after this last year and a half kind of deal, I can't trust them in a game. So, Chris? I like the South Holt QB, by the way. I don't know his name. I'm not quite – but Oh, Kendall <laughs> Nolan. Kendall Nolan. He's there you go. Quinlan, but he's a good player. Yeah. Just... <laughs> he's not hey, a dude. A I think, I think anyone that's listening to this knows <laughs> knows what I'm talking. Like, my knowledge, even though I don't know, is the fact that I know that South Hold Corvus <laughs> player is a step up from last year. That's um, true. <laughs> um, I'm going you saw the great highlights on KQ, too, didn't you? Dude, always. always. And always. I, <laughs> for, yeah, so, I thought um, it was pretty shaky camera work. I don't know. Hey, I, I didn't film it. As a lefty myself, too, you see a dime like that, you gotta you gotta give us some love. So, um, so I had going, one, huh? I had one where uh, I had it, and Dylan cut a touchdown right in front of me, and I'm like, sweet. And I go to tweet it, and it was like I started the video, somehow paused it, started another one, and all it shot was the ground. And I'm like, oh, uh, <laughs> professional the journalist, worst. right there. That's the worst. <laughs> Okay, so there's some definitely some other games on the board that's probably worth taking now, but you know, I have to, if it's on the board, I have to take it. Give me Drexel. I was already going there. I was like, Gosh, I, I, I know Lockwood's a good team, and you know, there's some other matchups that you know maybe not be as favorable, but real quick though. I know it's one game. It was a liberal, but I was trying to tell everyone about Ethan Dayringer, and he scored, what, like four touchdowns, including a pick six last week, kind of taking in that Compton spot. So, give me – I don't know a lot, but I know about my two teams. <laughs> yeah, Dayringer's a good player. Ethan's a yeah. good player there. He's a feisty little dude as well. He's kind of right. – all those little dudes who are pretty good had that little Napoleon complex where it's like them versus the world kind of deal, and I like that attitude. So, gives him an edge. All right, Mitchell. Dudes. What? <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> what a segue. Wow. <laughs> um, I may have – I don't know if someone picked it. I kind of forget. Uh, Platte Valley? Nope, you, that's, a, that's available. Platte Valley over Rockport? Yeah, I'm going Platte Valley. Nice. Yep, Platte Valley's a good team. Rockport struggled a bit with DeCab week one for a little bit there. Ended up pulling away because Rockport has some dudes. They have a McEnany kid. 
in that area kind of deal who got all the rushing yards for him week one. Um, they still have Heron and the Makings kids. So they got some athletes there. But uh, this will be the first time in last, the last two years the team's played. So Rockport had issues in 2020 with COVID. Platte Valley had issues last year with Cody with COVID. Each year, probably the wrong team won that game based on the what we'd seen going into it. So this year, they're both healthy. And Mitchell, I agree with Platte Valley is probably the pretty heavy favorite going to this one. Uh, but Rockport, they might try to muddy the game up. Kind of that's what I kind of expect out of them. Yes. That high, huh? I don't. Mm-hmm. Know. I'm really high on Platte Valley. It's it's more I'm high on Platte Valley than down on Rockport kind of deal. But I still think Rockport could be a top three or four team in the conference. Probably third right now behind EA. Um, it just they have a they have some room to catch up to catch those teams in the conference kind of deal. All right, Mitchell, you're up again. I'm gonna run through this, the games we all have right now. That way you know what's available, and what's not. So Mitchell has Worth County over Christian and Platte Valley over Rockport. Chris has Archie and Drexel. I have East Atchison, South Holt, and Anthony has King City and Sweet Springs. So at least at least Anthony's kind of branching out <laughs> from just the one conference <laughs> in the one area of the state. So Mitchell, what do you got? Uh, I've got Stewartsville Osborne over Mound City. There we go. Why Braxton Gibson? He, I mean. Devin, we talked about his stats last week. That insane, 412 rushing yards for, what, 95 total or Correct. something around there. I'm actually going to interview him later this week, but he's insane. So I think you got to put respect on him and that team. Yeah, Braxton Gibson. His last name was Miller. <laughs> yeah. So Braxton Gibson. That's will understand. Yep. <laughs> Chris Rouse, if you ever hear this, he'll understand too. Um, so Braxton Gibson, him and McIntyre from Archie both had eight touchdowns total week one leading the state. So he's a very good player. Um, I also am picking Stewart Philosopher over Mountain City. I am not as confident as you to pick it in the third round, but I do think Stewart Philosopher over Mountain City is the correct pick. It's just, I wasn't, I'm still wary a little bit, but we'll see how it goes. Big risks, you know? Big risk, big reward. I like it. Exactly. All right, Chris, you going to stay in the Wemo? Yeah, how'd you know? You can already write it down. You write my boy Juan Rivera running over Rich Hill. This I'm going with Jasper. Okay, in your defense, that was the next game on my list too. Like I okay, these. okay. So like in his defense, like each time he does it, it's the right order. But it's just like it's just funny each time it comes up. It's like we're just gonna keep down there. I mean, I saw it on the board. There was one other game I was gonna I was looking at. Um, if Mitchell took it, but so I'm always thinking, I always got two planned, but when the Wemo is there, you got to take, you got to take Wemo. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, Jasper, they actually threw the ball, I think two or three times week one. So that was interesting <laughs> this year. Um, happy. They got two pretty good little running backs out there. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, so I'm trying to figure out my next game. I think I'm going to do it here. I'm going to take Santa Fe over Northland Christian is my pick for this one. Sorry, Mitchell. Um, but Santa Fe, big win week one for them over Hughesville, a team that blew them out last year late in the season. Um, kind of a, a game that I thought Hughesville would win this year after seeing them both in the team camp there at Archie. And Northland Christian, they just don't have a whole lot of dudes at this time um, with that. So they're kind of a skeleton roster a bit there for the Trailblazers. So give me Santa Fe. Anthony, two picks in a row. I got a, I got maybe game of the week. We got Keatsville. We got Osceola. Okay. Do you I'm like thunder Sam, or do you like cheese? I, I'm going with my guy Sam Jones from Osceola. Very underrated player down there. Um, mostly because it's just, you know, 
Not a ton of talent on that team. Yep. But uh, give me the Indians. I like it. And Chris is angry right now. He took his Wemo pick. I'll get over it. I'll find. I'll have to find something else. Uh, there's another Wemo game on the board if we don't take it. <laughs> and then, you know, we talked about St. Paul. Not sure what happened last week. But I feel like it could happen again this week uh, in a different way. Give me uh, Bramer. Bramer over St. Paul. Gotcha. All right. Trying to figure out what I want for this next pick for me. And I think I'm going to go with North Shelby over Northwest Hughesville. Will be my pick for this one. Um, North Shelby's going to put some points up on the board. I like J.D. Rich at quarterback. Um, they put up a lot of points for College Heights. And I think College Heights was a bad matchup for them because they have, outside of Logan Decker, based on what I saw of uh, Mitchell's just a few highlights there from the Jamboree there at St. Joe Christian, they have some athletes on the outside. And I think North Shelby's a little short on the guys on the outside to cover people. But I think with Northwest Hughesville, they have less of those type of dudes. So give me North Shelby um, over Northwest Hughesville. All right, all right. Have we? Uh, have we? We haven't taken Stanbury. I know Albany's a good team, but and that's a little closer of a matchup. But we still got Stanbury on the board. Stanbury's on the board. Sorry, I was already putting Liberal Greenfield on. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I was looking at it. it was it, it's it's a good, you know what? Should I just take it just to just to make it because that's that's kind of where I was looking at as well. But I was trying to branch out. But if you're gonna make me pick liberal, I will. <laughs> do what you but, gotta do, but no, you know what you know. So just go forward with that. Um, I okay. Well, let's go liberal then, just because I know the Stanberry Albany game is, you know, Albany's a, is a competitive team as well. I'll let someone else take that, or it may come back to me here in three picks. That yeah, Peyton Morrow's a stud for liberal. He's a good player, and I yeah. like their. I think they got a freshman at quarterback this year who kind of played a little bit versus Drexel there for him. So. Um, they're an interesting team. Kind of, they, they looked decent at the team camp. I went down there for uh, Drexel for their passing camp. They had better athletes than I was kind of expecting after what they did last year kind of deal. So they could definitely do something pretty interesting down there in the South this year as a average team down in the Wemo. Right. And regardless of, you know, what that final score was, keeping Drexel down for 15, 16 minutes of game time is nothing to nope. sneeze at. Exactly. Mitchell's third option on offense. <laughs> yeah. Insane. Uh, um, I don't really know how, what games we got left. Okay, so there's five games left. You got North Angela Blonde, Concordia at Northland, Northern Hardin Central, College Heights at Oric, Stanbury at Albany, and Pattonsburg at Schuyler County. I got Pattonsburg over Schuyler County. Whoa. Ooh. That was my Ooh, hardest babe. game to pick for the week. That was my Ooh. hardest game to pick. It was my last one on the board. <laughs> Yeah. I got one. That was my second to hardest. I got one more that I don't want to pick, and just because I think it's going to surprise. Okay. Am I am I picking last? Yeah. Yes. So. Oh no. You don't actually get to pick. You don't get to pick again because by the time you back to you, there's going to be one game left. No, but I have to pick the winner of that game. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you do. So Mitchell, why do you think? First of all, this has been a low-key, really good game, just because both teams are going to score a lot of points. First to 80 wins, this is, Pat- this is Pattonsburg circa 2019, and I love it. I, uh, you know, don't really have a reasoning, except Pattonsburg <laughs> played LeBlanc pretty well. <laughs> That's a decent reasoning. That's okay. Uh, they put 44 really, points up on them. Yeah, I was thinking Skylar County because they're the Rams, you know, Super Bowl champs, LA Rams, throwing that out there. Um, but <laughs> And muted. <laughs> 
but I had to go Pittsburgh. Okay, absolutely. It's a fun game. Uh, I'm giving him too late. Damn it. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Chris. Now, doesn't he have to pick again? Yeah, he does. You got to pick again, oh, Mitchell. Yeah. So there's still Stanbury, Concordia, College Heights. And the North Andrew game. Yeah. Um, I'll let, you know, I'll let the Stanbury game go back to Chris. So hey. I'm going to go. Uh, Take you know, it if you want. I know what I'm going if otherwise. No, I got I got one that's a team, you know, could be a bounce back from a loss last week or, um, you know, I'll just go uh, Concordia over Norburn. Okay. <laughs> you were going to take College Heights over Orc, which is the game I'm staying away from. I thought that was, I the, will, up, I thought that was the upset you were going for. And I was, I was like, going to take College Heights over <laughs> Orc. That's what I was. <laughs> You throw the ball a lot, and I'm in love. It doesn't really matter how good you are. Like, <laughs> yeah. like Oric, Oric's a great team, and will probably end up beating College Heights. But yeah, they, they throw seven rock. yards week yeah. one. I don't want right. you. <laughs> right, yeah. they flick the rock. College Heights does, but uh, no, I'll I'll take I'll take Stanbury now since it came back to me. Okay, so Stanbury over Albany. I actually kind of like Albany to win that game. Hey, it's gonna be a Low good key. game. It's I mean with yes. three games left. It was and, one of my bottom three I wanted to pick because I didn't really know where I was gonna head that way. I've I think I'm all. I think Albany wins that game, has a chance to, but I don't feel great in picking that game. So it's one of those like, hey, we'll save that for later kind of deal. Right. So I'm gonna go with North Andrew over LeBlanc to make um, Anthony choose between College Heights and Warwick on that last one because uh, I don't want to no, choose that's that fine. game. It was I want North Andrew. I didn't want to do. You didn't want to do North Andrew LeBlanc? No. I want North Andrew. I, th- I was surprised North Andrew LeBlanc stayed on the board after I picked last time. So. You're picking North Andrew? Yes. Huh. Absolutely. You got different views on that, Anthony? Go Cardinals, baby. It's going to be locked. (laughs) It might be. I'll broadcast from the sideline. (laughs) See me just holding the iPad, just walking on the sidelines. I'm calling the game. (laughs) If they even let me in the building, inside the fence of the blonde. So, College Heights and Oregon. It's the last game for you. You just got to pick one. You know, I, I lived in Joplin for a few years. Oh, so, man. College Heights. Let's go. Woo-hoo. Suck it, Becker. People from Oregon are going to hate us because they deserve a lot more love than we've been giving up today. But <laughs> I mean, I think Oregon wins the game. I think it's going to be. I think it's a good gauge game there for Oregon as well. After seeing what North Shelby had to deal with last week, right. uh, this is very similar to how I'm looking at Lockwood playing Archie and Drexel the first two weeks. Um, kind of a common opponent for two of the teams that could compete for conference there. Um, I think College Heights can put some points up on the board. I don't know how they stopped Jackson Miller because they couldn't stop North Shelby week one. So that's where I'm kind of at with that one. You want me to run down who everybody picks are, Anthony? Yeah. Just remember, right. mine's the Wemo and Stanbury. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows that one. <laughs> so Mitchell's got Worth County over Single Christian, Platte Valley over Rockport, Stewartsville Osborne over Mound City, Pattonsburg over Skyler, and Concordia over Norburn Harden Central. Chris has Archie over Appleton, Drexel over Lockwood, Jasper over Rich Hill, Liberal over Greenfield, and then going north, Stanbury over Albany. I have East Atchison over Nottoway Valley, Southholt over Southwest Livingston, Santa Fe over Northland Christian. North Shelby over Northwest Hughesville, and then North Andrew over LeBlond. And Anthony closing out with four home teams, uh, King City over DeKalb, Sweet Springs over Knox, 
Osceola over Keatsville, Bramer over Lutheran, and then the road team, College Heights over Warwick. Okay, so I've, I'm adding to this game because there is a chance we all tie. Besides Mitchell. Mitchell, how many points do you get in line for? Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, no. Wait, what was the question? Your winning teams combined, how many points will they score? Oh, my goodness. Okay. How many games are there? Four? Five. (laughs) (laughs) I'm probably going to go way too high on this, but it's fine. 220. I mean, I'll write that down. Let's see here. 220. That's 40. That's only 44 points again. That's not terrible, actually, for eight, man. That's light work. It's it's, it's just kind of a a big number to start with. So 220 for Mitchell. Chris, you got a number you're looking at here? Um, So this is just how many the winners put up, not how much they win by. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's going to get ugly in Archie, and I think the other teams have a chance to put up. So I'm based on my rough estimate, I got 265 as the number I came up with. Okay. Guessing at that. <laughs> <laughs> You're guessing my number here in a second. So. I wrote down five scores, though, that I think are not – if you saw, like, just the scores themselves next to it, you wouldn't be shocked kind of okay. thing, and then, and then added them up. So I think I got 300 for my three, my yeah. five games. I got 60 points apiece for EA and South Holt. I think North Shelby crosses 60. I think Santa Fe has a chance to get the possible 60, 70. And I think North Andrew being the, the 40 range. Can I deal with that game being a little bit lower scoring? So 300 is what I'm going with uh, for mine. Give me 301. <laughs> Price is right, BS. <laughs> Jeez, Mitchell, why'd you go out in the limit at 220? It's so high. Yeah, yeah what the heck? Hey, we didn't do the math in our head. Like, wait a second. That's reasonable. <laughs> That's what I thought. Mitch is just getting in trouble for going first on everything. Not I actually know, doing right? anything wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Five teams I just divided. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, honestly, Pattsburgh might put up like 80 by themselves. So it might be a but, little bit low. <laughs> Anthony, what does the 301 do, by the way, too? Like, it's for your team. It has, it, what, the number has nothing to do with Devin's number. You're guessing on your five teams. Stop trying no, no, to no. right. No, because it's the person that's closest. <laughs> so we try to get that half point on yeah. the, the one. So it's gonna be so like if your team scored two ninety nine or over while Devin scored three oh five, he still wins even though you picked three oh one. Come on. Way to kill the bit. Way to kill. <laughs> oh, I love this. Let's be educated. Uh, well, you know, I chose journalism, not, uh, not math. <laughs> That's true. Oh, my that. goodness. <laughs> okay, so three of us here have a poll this year. You want to talk about your own media polls when you did that or no? Any reasoning behind it? Uh, not really. I mean, okay. it was fairly simple. I mean, the top seven were fine. And then, mm-hmm. you know, EA was really good, so we moved them up and, you know, Impressed by King City, but the way EA played and things like that, they just got bumped out. But they're they're close, you know. Yeah, I'm glad King City stayed in the poll. I didn't personally vote for them, but I'm glad they stayed in their kind of deal because they deserved enough to be in the consideration for the 10 spot. I actually had Sweet Springs as my 10th team um, in there. So I think it's very kind of interesting here to kind of see. I'm, I'm drinking the Sweet Springs water here. Go Greyhounds. 
They also have, I like, I also, for me, for me, a team that wears a lot of silver and gray, they have really good looking uniforms. I'm usually not a big fan of the silver uniforms, but they they do theirs very well with the blue and yellow accents to it. Makes it look really good. All right. Other two. Any comments? For my, uh, Devin and I have to do the Cliff Notes podcast. My uh, top 10 that I don't get to vote on is Drexel, Archie, um, we'll probably go Lockwood three, and then we'll go Jasper. He's getting muted for that. <laughs> I wonder how long you're going to let him go with oh, that. Man. College Heights at eight. Yeah, <laughs> just, just lift all the ma- – let's put all the Wemo in the top ten. He just has District one as Greenville's the my top ten. ten. <laughs> Greenville gets a point. If you see that the district one, they're on Misha. That is that is Chris's top ten. It's just everyone in district one. All ten teams because Misha wants to do four districts of, of ten teams yeah, instead of yeah. a normal way. Craziness. Yeah. Mitchell, who you got uh LeBlonde or North Andrew? Oh man. Uh <laughs> I want to see both teams have fun and for it to be close. <laughs> oh my goodness. We're no, both I teams think- have fun. If LeBlanc can force turnovers like King City, I think LeBlanc has a chance to take it. Uh, you know, I'm regretting not live streaming this now. I, I asked you if you wanted to. I still want to know why there's only three of us who could tie. Am I the odd man out that can tie in my picks? Well, I disagree with two of your picks, so I think you're going three and two. Oh, <laughs> okay. He doesn't like one of mine either, though. That, that's a very – I'm less strong about yours, though, because that's, yeah. a, that's more a pick game for me. Mm-hmm. Wait, what's the what's the two picks for me that you got different? Um, I'm, I think Skyler County has a chance to beat Pattonsburg. I'm, I'm less – I'm iffy on that one, but I also – I like Norman Harnett over Concordia in that last game for you. So, okay. I got the Aggies. It, it would make sense for Rams to pull off the up, upset because, you know, no, the Rams. So. <laughs> and muted. <laughs> People can't know that at home if they're just listening to the podcast. So we got to make sure we let them know that we actually physically muted Mitchell in the middle of this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Or, or, or I just, you know, listen, I don't edit often, but I can always cut it out. <laughs> We're a lot better unfiltered, so no one yeah. needed. Yeah. I mean, last year, Tim Penny did say he would take Briar McIntyre over Jacob Coffee, so that we did have that on audio somewhere. That's not what I said <laughs> at all. <laughs> You guys made it sound terrible too. Like Briar's not one of the top <laughs> five players in eight man too. Like in his own right. It's just funny. It makes me laugh. It's more for Coach Dean than anything else on that yeah, part of it. That's true. So, all right, fellas, I had fun. Thanks for. Thank you. Yeah. We actually, talked we'll football this next time. week, and we did talk. Yeah, so I listened to part of the thing last week when I went to the Chiefs game. I got back, just going through the comments, like what happened. <laughs> Dykstra and Chris Roush happened. That's that's fair. Dykstra happens for every one of our live streams that we do. It just yeah. John happens. Maybe in three years he'll get on the on the live stream with us. It took him three years to get on the media poll. So <laughs> we appreciate all the comments because believe me, Dykstra helps a lot sometimes when uh yeah. when I get a lot of questions. So. And if we do this at nine o'clock, it's past like Coach Williams and Thacker's bedtime, so like they're not usually up this late. So it's like, hey, so Thacker nine- is. Thacker loves to comment. Yeah. Well, then it just comes Thacker and Dean in like a little cat fight in the 
<laughs> in the comments yeah. every time. Like one time I shared a simple thing about Coach Dean, like here's the thing to paint your lines. And it turned into Thacker versus Dean somehow. I'm like, how did this happen? It's a line painter. Like what is, what's, what? Uh, those two. 